Hi, I'm Randy Efron from Skylatis Property Capital and Real Estate Adventure Club. I spent over a decade in New York City working at real estate private equity and Wall Street lending firms. And now I leverage that experience and those relationships to help you raise capital for your real estate deals. Today's episode is a continuation of my prior episode in which I am going to discuss the second key difference between hotels and other types of properties. In my opinion, the second key difference is the existence or non-existence of an operating business. Hotels are unquestionably operating businesses. On the other hand, traditional properties such as multifamily and office have elements of operations, but I would not call them operating businesses. Now you may be thinking, Multifamily properties have leasing offices and office properties have security desks. So don't they both have operating businesses? They do, but certainly nowhere near the operational intensity of a hotel. In multifamily and office, the tenants are providing the property's income via contractual leases. So the income from the tenants can technically still exist even if the leasing office and security desk were eliminated. Now, of course I'm oversimplifying this because there would be repercussions if those building components were shut down. However, I am trying to illustrate that the generation of the property's income is already solidified via the leases. Hotels differ substantially because they can't generate income without having a multi-dimensional operating business within the property. Let me give you an example. Are people going to want to stay in a hotel if their room isn't clean? Of course not. So therefore, there must be an active housekeeping department within the hotel. Here's another example. Are people going to want to stay at a hotel that doesn't have running water in the room? Of course not. So therefore, there must be an active repairs and maintenance department within the hotel. Are people going to want to have their wedding at a hotel if there is no food or beverage served? Of course not. Hence, a food and beverage department is needed within certain types of hotels. With all of that being said, a prudent hotel investor should understand how hotels operate and the intertwining relationship between the operation of the hotel and the value of the real estate. Depending upon the type of hotel, the property may have the following departments. Rooms, food and beverage, parking, spa, golf, retail, administrative in general, sales and marketing, and repairs and maintenance. Each of these departments impacts the net operating income for the hotel and consequently the value of the property. Therefore, hotel owners that truly understand how each of these departments work will have a greater ability to improve their net operating income and the value of their property. In future episodes, I'll expand upon each department within the hotel and explain how to underwrite them. In the interim, if you would like to stay informed about new episodes, please click subscribe or follow or send me an email at randy.efron at skylattice.com. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.